today's Leading Women episode 521 with the wonderful Renee Rashid. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Renee Rashid. Renee Rashid is the co-founder of Blaze.com, B-L-A-Y-Z.com, an online marketplace that helps high school students find the best extracurricular opportunities that let them discover their passions and build their resume for college for free. Renee first dreamed of becoming a physicist, but quickly found that her passion for logic and order matched perfectly with a career in software. She has been a software engineer for over 15 years and recently made the leap to CEO of her own tech startup, Blaze. Their mission is to connect every high school student with the best extracurricular activities that help them discover their passions and create an amazing resume for a college. To learn more, visit www.blaze.com. That's B-L-A-Y-Z.com. Again, that's www.blaze.com. Women of the world, Miss Renee Rashid. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Marie. It's an honor to be here, and it is great speaking to an incredible audience like yours. Thank you, and I'm delighted to have you in the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Renee, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with Blaze. I love that name and the mission that you have there. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the what equity, the knowledge, and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that kind of it, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind the niche? Yes, definitely. So Blaze, by the name, we started it because uh, the idea behind it was to help students blaze their path to college. And my co-founder and I started this company because we both experienced this stress firsthand. Uh, My co-founder went through the frustration of having to go to so many different sites to try and find opportunities for her three teenagers in high school. And it was extremely difficult and time-consuming. You have to go to some one or five or 10 sites to look for volunteering opportunities. You may have to go to 20 or 30 other sites to search for a summer program that you might like. So it's very time consuming. 
And then I experienced it already in middle school with my daughter. My daughter's friends would, parents would come ask me, oh, well, what summer program have you signed up your daughter for? And this would be in the middle of January. And I'd be like, what do you mean? It's January. Um, so there's this frustration of either you go through this process of Google searching endlessly for summer programs, or you wait and hear through word of mouth what's out there and what other kids are doing, and neither is great. So that's what we set out to solve. Mm, I love this story. I love the uh, how you got started, how you got started with this company, the the fact that you have this one that you carve out this niche out there and now pro- you're providing it. It's about, yeah, it was born from your experience, your friend, and now you are providing that uh, this uh, uh, this opportunity to other moms, other teens, other people out there to to for to take advantage of as well. And I love that you have this one out there, but what continues to inspire you doing this business? So just the fact that we believed that we could solve the problem, we both experienced the problem and we believe that other parents are facing this problem as well. We have the expertise to do it because we've both been working in startups and ed tech companies. So it was like, why not? What? Why not do it? Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing uh, so rewarding when you're able to f- finally find create that solution for the problem that uh, you're experiencing yourself as well. And now you're being able to extend that one to others, to other families, to other to other people that really benefit from it. What inspire? What an inspiration that one is. All right. Let's talk about what how how you prepared for success. The, turn this idea or to turn this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Sure. So I think the first thing is I'm, I have really good focus. I'm great at focusing on a problem and shutting everything else out. I think that really helps you think about the problem that you're trying to solve and really focus, especially with startups. Um, one of the key things that you need to do is be careful that you're not sol- solving 20 different problems. You're solving one problem and you focus on that. So I think that has really helped. Um, the second one would be I would say stubbornness sometimes, but I think a better word is determination. Uh, I mean, my husband can tell you that I can be pretty stubborn, but I think in the business world, it really helps. And it is really your determination to continue um, against when you get no's and you get turned down. Uh, Then you can just be like, you know what, I'm going to do this anyway. This is going to happen with or without you. Um, so I'm going to keep going. So that determination is something you really need because there's going to be a lot of people that tell you, oh, why are you doing this? This is not a good idea. I don't think this is going to be successful. But you have to believe in it yourself to keep going. So that determination, you have to build that up. And the third would be technical skills. Since my background is in software engineering, that has really helped Uh, me because right now I'm also fulfilling the role of CTO. 
And although I don't have time to do all the coding since I've got a lot of other things to work on as well, I know what's required by our engineering team and I can plan the project estimates. I know if estimates are off or, or something's not right and I can figure out the technical risks and challenges. And I think that really helps when you have your own business, um, especially on the software side, it's a great asset. And of course, with software permeating every field nowadays, it's a really good asset to help uh, to help you. So even if you can learn a little bit about software, I think that'll be great. All right. So that's focus, stubbornness, or determination. I love the word. My mom uh, <laughs> just tell me that I'm the most stubborn of all, but I know it's a strength for me because I'm determined, just like what Renee just said, to whatever I to, to achieving what I want, I set my mind into. And then having the technical skills, this is huge, especially now with technology that we have nowadays. It's really important to at least learn something uh, tech wise. And I'm not the most tech the techie savvy out there but I have to learn a few skills in terms of uh, te the technical part of our business so great personal qualities here or traits that um, Renee just shared with us so let's cultivate and adapt them into our lives all right let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur you know as entrepreneurs we face daily challenges that define our being and to get to those challenges takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Yeah, there, there's going to be a lot of challenges, but I think my biggest ones have been, um, the first one would be overcoming my introvertedness. Since my background is an engineer, I'm an engineer by heart, it's much easier for me to spend my time in front of the computer making a, a great product. But that's not the entire company. I have to get comfortable talking with people to grow the business, get customers, get partnerships. So you have to be able to overcome that and be able to walk up to people you've never met and talk about your company, make cold calls, make uh, go in person to meet people you've never met before. So that part's scary. And uh, especially if you're introverted, it's, it's very scary. But, but I psych myself up beforehand and tell myself, you know what, you're helping them. They need this. They want this. So that helps me get over that and prepare for those those meetings. The second one would be marketing. Um, marketing is a huge challenge and I have no experience in marketing. So what I've done is to read a lot about it and find out as much as I can. And I'm sure I'm making mistakes, but I'm learning a lot. So even if you don't know something, just talk to people, read, find out whatever you can about it. And we're at the point now where we need to get a marketing person on board. But I would say I've definitely found out that marketing is tough. Um, so that's the second challenge. Then I think the third one would be time management. 
So because I have great focus, I can really focus on a problem, but sometimes that can be bad if I just spend four hours on that one problem and not take care of the 10 other things that need to be taken care of. So I really need to set up a schedule for myself to make sure that I am spending time on all the different problems that need to be addressed. So that was a challenge, getting used to that and just not being able to focus on one thing. When you're managing a company, you've got to be able to handle a lot of different things. Mm, yes, I mean, this, um, these challenges that uh, Renee just shared with us, I'm sure we have, uh, I can totally relate to them, and I'm sure a lot of us can resonate with them because uh, this is huge, uh, especially for us. I mean, I am not an extrovert person either. I mean, I'd rather be in front of my computer than being out there. But, you know, in, in business, you are the brand, you are the face of your company. So you really have to learn how to get yourself out there, be comfortable being uncomfortable in front of other people because they need they need you to, to hear, they need to hear that message you need to hear what you are you are providing out there so it's really important to overcome that marketing oh that's huge as well I and mean, I, I didn't have any experience with marketing either but we have to learn it and the time management that's a biggie so let's learn from this uh, you know challenges and how Renee was able to overcome them so that when it happens to us we now know what to do and I know time management is a big one but I'd love for us to talk a little bit more about work-life balance because uh, this is a huge um, challenge that I'm sure a lot of us are experience and you know being a business owner myself maintaining this work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life but the challenge with us entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create that work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Yeah, it's definitely a challenge. Uh, but what I do is I don't worry about it day to day because I feel there is no way to balance work and life every single day. Some days it's going to be all work and you have to focus on that work and that's okay. And some days I have to take care of things for my kids or things for my family and that's okay too. I know that every day will not be that perfect balance. But but overall, I'm able to spend those days focusing on work and spend those days focusing on my family. And that keeps me sane, that I know I am spending the time where I need to be most. And so not worrying about it every day helps. Mm. Then, mm -hmm. then the other thing is I don't feel bad about outsourcing traditional responsibilities. And it took me time to get over this one. It didn't come naturally, but... If you don't have the time to do everything, you have to prioritize what's important to you and focus on those. Like for me, I really dislike cooking, but I enjoy helping my kids with their homework. So I'll spend the time and help them with their homework, but I'll outsource the cooking. And so that for me gives, gives me the time to spend the time on what I feel is important. 
And I think that helps a lot. Yes, I love those uh, tips that um, Renee just shared with us. I mean, I think the bottom line is to really spend your time where you are needed the most. And don't be, don't, uh, be so hung up in that, that perfect work-life balance because there is exactly. no s- such thing. Yeah, absolutely. And also, yeah. I love that um, you mentioned about outsourcing traditional uh, course, for example, household course. I mean, I, this is hard for me too. I mean, I, I hate cleaning. So that was one of the first. I would, what would uh, take... One hour of somebody will take me like five hours. So, right. I thought so then it doesn't become worth it. Exactly. Yeah. That's when I realized, wow, I could have spent, I could be spending this five hours doing something that, you know, I am passionate about it as revenue generating as well. Right. And then outsource this to other people. So that was a big uh, opener for me as well. So for our listeners out there, not just business-wise, but other course in your life, chores in at home, for example, that can free up some of your time so that you can focus on the more important aspect of your life and of your business. And I think all these services are getting cheaper and there's so many more options out there now. It's very easy and more affordable, more accessible to do any of these. So just don't feel guilty about taking advantage of them. Absolutely. And uh, why do a $10 job when you can do a much? when you can spend that time doing more uh, productive activity, no more income generating activity, and then you can uh, be, you can afford those $10 jobs that other people can do. Right. All right. Let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you and what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Yeah, I define success in two ways. On the personal side, I think I'll feel successful as a parent if my kids turn out well, if the family is happy, and if the kids turn out to be motivated individuals who want to impact the world in positive ways. That, for me, would be success. On the business side, I think I already feel I have been successful in my career because I feel I have added significant value at each of the companies I've worked for. For me, that's my measure of success. What have I contributed? Have I made a positive contribution? And so with Blaze, of course, I want to get it to the point where it's a revenue generating operation that has millions of customers. It's defined as a new standard for innovation in education. But in terms of personal success, I think I have it. I think on the family side, we we are happy and working together as a family. And on the business side, I feel successful and confident in the things I have achieved. So that really, that the success is very personal for me. And I think 
it's a good way to look at it because then you're not holding yourself to anyone else's standards. You're defining your own success. And I think that's very important to do. Mm, I love your perspective on success. Yeah, it's uh, achieving that personal and business success or goals that you have set, not only for yourself, for your family, for your business as well. Great perspective there. Love that you shared among with us. Now, I know you've given us a lot of uh, tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to me, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say that you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making the first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs, knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Sure. Well, the first one would be that I think the best products get made when they're solving problems that you face personally or that you have intimate knowledge about. So if you have a great idea, don't try to find the problem that it's solving because I think that rarely works. Instead, look for a great problem, then try to come up with a solution for that. So flip it around and look for that great problem first. Then the second one would be, if you're starting something by yourself, make sure you have someone or a group of people that you trust, that you can bounce ideas off of. And if you can't think of someone immediately, join a startup group. Um, you can find so many groups on meetup.com uh, where you can connect with people who may be starting companies or are in your field that you can bounce ideas off of. I think that's really important to keeping your sanity. Otherwise, you may head down a path that you think is the correct path, but with some feedback, you could find that, oh, wait, we tried this before and that didn't work and here's why. Try this instead. I think that's really important. And the third would be to not hesitate in asking for help. And I don't know if it's common with many women or if it's just me or, but I tend to think, well, I should really know this already. I can't ask someone about it. And I think we really need to just get over that. We don't need to know everything and we can't know everything. So we should help ask for help whenever we need to. I think that's important to do. So mm. those would be my top three tips. Mm, golden nuggets in those tips that you shared with us. Let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to look for a great problem first and then create the solution. This is really huge, especially for our listeners out there who are starting or who are just thinking of going into business. Really important to find that, or that, that problem or that you know you can solve and create a solution for it. That's the best way to tackle it. The second one is to partner with somebody you can bounce 
bounce-back ideas with. This is really huge. I mean, you don't have to do this business alone. You have, There are a lot of people out there that you can network with, um, that you can partner with. It can be an accountability partner, for example. So reach out for people. And the third one is really important, and I agree with you, for especially for us women, so hard sometimes because we feel like we don't want to bother people by asking. But really important to ask for help because I realize that people really want to help. You just have to ask and be be ready to receive the help as well. Really important point there. And then yeah. this uh, tips that, uh, yeah, Renee just uh, shared with us. Let's take action on them today and I'll make sure to have them on our show notes. All right, last but not the least, Renee, I know this is one of the the new questions that um, our listeners have been asking, and that is, if there's one woman out there that you admire the most, who would that be and why? Yeah, I'm actually very impressed with Hillary Clinton, and not just for political reasons, but because she's so intelligent, so strong, and just so resilient. I'm just amazed by that, is that she's faced so many obstacles and just been able to overcome them and just keep going. She always remains calm and focused, and that's amazing to me, to just keep going in the face of such opposition and be strong. Absolutely. I mean, she is such an inspiration with everything that you've said about her, about being a strong woman, uh, resilient and uh, able to stay calm and focused in spite of whatever that is put on her, really such an inspiration. So from us here, from today's women, we salute you, Hillary, for being such an inspiration, not only for Renee, but for all of us here. Lastly, Renee, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service. What's the best way that they can connect with you? And then we'll end from there. Well, with our product, the most important thing is that they can get time back. That's our most precious commodity. You don't have to waste your time searching everywhere for amazing activities for your high school Child, we do it for you, and we gather everything in one easy-to-search place. And, of course, it's free, and so you can just access it at blaze.com, spelled B-L-A-Y-Z. And if you want to connect with me, just definitely email me at renee at blaze.com, spelled R-E-N-E-E at blaze.com. All right, so that's www.blaze.com, B-L-A-Y-Z.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there now, especially for our listeners who are parents. This is a great platform that dedicated to helping uh, your your kids, your students, uh, that discover their full potential by by uh, providing all these activities that, they, that you can choose from. Again, that link is www.blaze.com. That's Z, B-L-A-Y-Z dot com. And I'll make sure to have this on our channels. At least be on their um, newsletter so you can be updated on what she's putting out there and her company. Again, the link is www.blaze.com, B-L-A-Y-Z dot com. Or you can reach uh, Renee at uh, Renee at Blaze.com. 
Renee, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much, Marie. It's been great being on the show today, and I wish you all the success as well. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Oh, 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 oh,